this morning is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 10 through 20, putting on the whole armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day, and having done everything, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, and fasten the belt of truth around your waist. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times, in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always preserve in supplication for all the saints. Pray also for me, so that when I speak, a message may be given to me, made known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it boldly, boldly as I must speak. My first grade teacher, Miss Anderson, would always say, boys and girls, even if the sun is out today, you should always bring a jacket along. She was right about that. And that may be the only thing I remember from first grade, except that whenever I smell that same perfume that she wore, I always get a stomach ache still. Although Miss Anderson's advice about wearing a jacket was a good one, a jacket can only protect us from so much. The illustration Paul used in today's scripture made sense 2,000 years ago when there were literally soldiers walking around fully equipped for physical battle. For most of us these days, the battle isn't against flesh and blood or the devil or cosmic forces or demons or anything. It, what, what our battle is against is anything that takes our eyes off God, anything that zaps our strength and diverts our attention away from God. Maybe some of those things are internal battles that we fight ourselves, whatever it is our addiction is. Money, food, sugar, alcohol, Facebook, drugs, gambling. In today's scripture, Paul tells us to put on the whole armor of God, to dress ourselves in protective gear. We need the entire outfit, the complete package. It's not like this is a potluck and we get to pick what we want. We don't get to pick what comes easy for us. We need to take this, all of it, all of the armor. So let's get dressed. Let's snap on the belt of truth. And although a belt is not really part of armor, it is essential for keeping everything in place. The truth, the belt of truth, is what everything else hangs from. It also keeps our undergarments 
and our soft parts protected. Sometimes, in the old days, maybe they had long tunics or flowing pants or something you had a belt on. It would keep that clothing restrained so that you could move more freely. Truth is the foundation to live upon. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. And then there's the breastplate of righteousness. Sometimes when I've been in the boundary waters and portaging with big packs, you don't want to make so many trips over the trail, so you try to take as much in one load as you can. So you get the Duluth pack on your back, and then maybe there's these various PFDs or life jackets laying around. Sometimes I pick one up, put it on backwards, and I say, look, I've got my breastplate on. And it's a joke. But in reality, if you've ever been on one of those rocky, steep, ported trails, you know it's easy to trip. And by having on that breastplate, that PFD, that padding, it protects my heart. Put on the breastplate of righteousness and don't let evil get into your heart. And what about on our feet? Remember, feet represent understanding. Those sandals that help us to carry the gospel of peace and help us to stand firm. When Paul wrote this 2,000 years ago and the Roman soldiers were all up in their guard for battle, they had hobnails on the bottom of their boots or their sandals that helped them to literally stay in place. It helped them to have traction. It helped them to stand their ground. And by wearing sandals, it also helped the soldiers to keep marching on, even when it was a long march over rough terrain. And we hold up the shield of faith. Faith is represented as a shield protecting us from the fiery darts of the wicked one, or cosmic forces, or anything that is a fear, or that causes disbelief in us, even our imagination. I found it really interesting that as I was reading about this, that there were fiery darts that were, that were sent out. So when this arrow would come, this fiery dart, and it would be on fire, you could lift up your shield, and the dart would hit the shield, and of course, because of all the oxygen, as it flew through the air, it was really fiery and scary, but if you could hold up your shield, and the dart would go in, the fire would go out. As extra protection for that, they would dip their shield in water to make sure that it would not catch on fire. So, we also put on the helmet of salvation. Salvation is anything that can preserve us or deliver us from harm, wound, or loss. You know, these days we're always told, put your bike helmet on when you take off on your bike. Well, it wasn't the case when many of us were kids. But now I realize it would be foolish to take off on my bike without my helmet on. It would also be very foolish to go into battle without one's helmet on. We have to protect our head, which is so essential to our body, and it, it also helps protect us against discouragement. It helps us when we don't feel safe. It gives us hope, and we know that God is there. With that assurance that God is there and will help us, we put on the helmet of salvation. And how about the sword, the sword of the Spirit? 
The sword of the Spirit is the word of God. We use that, and we must use that like one would use a sword. We must use it correctly, and we must use it precisely, and it would really help if we practiced beforehand. Maybe we could review some scripture and be careful what we say and when we say it and how we say it. Remember, it is the sword of the Spirit. So all of these things that we've talked about, except for the sword of the Spirit, are all things that protect us. It's protective gear. You see, when we put on the armor of God, we're not going out to be aggressive. There is nothing in armor that is designed to hurt our neighbor. We are to stand fast in the truth. And when we do that, we are there without taking any aggressive action. We are there, we are counting on God to be our strength. We can pray, and of course, everything begins and ends with prayer, as Paul did in the scripture. When we pray, when we have on our armor, we count on God to be there with us. We do our part, God does God's part. We also have to remember that Jesus has already fought the battle. God is far more superior to anything that can harm us or come at us. Remember in the end, God wins. So boys and girls, put your coat on and also put on the whole armor of God. Amen. Mm -hmm.